Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is a podcast designed to help you live your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser. I'm a positive health psychologist and author of the award-winning and best-selling book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. Despite its title, the book is not just for old people. My website is The Mental Health Gym. That's www.thementalhealthgym.com. And it's a place to get all kinds of information about positive psychology, goal-achieving psychology, healthy living, and living with enthusiasm. As you know, we have guests who themselves live their lives with enthusiasm and are in a position to help you with various aspects of your own development, the way that you lead your lifestyles, and always educational and entertaining. Today, I have one of my favorites. Nancy Gaberti is back for a second visit to the Rejuvenating Podcast. Nancy is a functional medicine practitioner and nutritionist, and she detects critical health conditions before they strike and helps people who have critical health conditions to deal with them as she guides them on a path to wellness. And that's one of the reasons that she's here. Hopefully, she'll be able to guide a lot of us, even if we're not sick, to become even more well in the way we lead our lives. In addition to being functional medicine specialist and a nutritionist, she's an author, and she's very passionate to empower others to become their own health advocates. She's the founder of Total Wellness Empowerment Monthly Membership, Total Wellness Empowerment Podcast, Look and Feel Great Method, Nine Steps to a Healthier You, and Raising Achievers and Givers. Very busy woman. She also has the Positively Powerful Parent Program. Nancy is recognized as a thought leader, and she shares her expertise on numerous media outlets through her corporate wellness programs for financial institutions, her private practice, and teaching other practitioners, as she believes that awareness will empower others to take charge of their health. Now, despite that lengthy introduction and doesn't cover everything. We still actually have time to do the podcast. So Nancy, <laughs> welcome back. It's great to see you again and great to have you sharing your expertise with others. Thank you so much. You are one of my favorites from the moment I met you. I was like, his book's amazing. His message is amazing. I love the way you live your lifestyle. So it's a privilege and an honor to be back on your podcast. Thank you so much. Well, it's great to have you back. And if you give me permission to stop us talking about me, let's learn a little bit about you. And I think, although I'm sure many of our listeners heard you the first time, which is almost a year ago when we had you on, the term functional medicine and functional medicine specialist, I'm sure is kind of a foreign one to a lot of listeners. So can you give us kind of a brief rundown on what you do and what the, the term functional medicine means. 
Yeah, that's a great question because it's becoming more popular, but many people that are used to conventional medicine really don't know about functional medicine. And basically, it is more of a proactive approach as opposed to conventional meds. Nothing wrong with getting a CBC, a complete blood count, but that now you are more reactive. So if you have high cholesterol, if you if something's wrong with your blood sugar, you are now going to react to that. Whereas functional medicine lab testing, and there are labs all over the United States that do these tests, they show you how your body is functioning. So you could do one test and get 75 different markers that will show you how your GI health is from your adrenal system, your neurotransmitters, are you absorbing fats, carbohydrates, proteins, what are your nutritional markers, what about your mitochondrial, your energy output, as well as detoxification, liver pathways one and two. So it shows you so much more of how you individually are functioning and then you follow a customized regimen as opposed to just taking like a multivitamin that covers across the board, you may need more B6 or more vitamin C, or maybe you can't break down fats, even if they're healthy fats. So you follow a customized regimen of food and supplements just for you to reach optimal health and total wellness because of mind and body. So that's really what functional medicine is in a nutshell. So you get to understand how your body functions and you should run it on an annual basis and it's non-invasive testing. So it would be first morning urine test. If you wanted to check hormones and that's a saliva test, you know, and, and then there's other tests as well. But that's a great baseline of how you are functioning. And then if you're not feeling right, then you could go back to last year's results and see where the imbalances are and work on that. Well, if I wanted to get such a test, would I be contacting somebody like you or going to my physician and say, I want this, or do I need to find a special type of physician that's called? Right. You want to find someone who's a functional medicine practitioner. So like for myself, I do functional medicine and I do nutrition and I do homeopathy as well. Some conventional doctors also offer functional medicine, but it's very few. So you can just Google functional medicine practitioner if you're within the United States, especially now, you can't even go to the office. But I have clients all over the US and even in different countries because we just mail out the test kits, they mail it out back to us, we process it. And then once we get the test results, takes anywhere from two and a half to three weeks to get test results. Then you also want a practitioner, like I analyze everything and then put together a regimen. So you want to make sure not only can someone order the test, you want to ask, do they know how to interpret them and will they create a customized regimen for you? The lab does not do that. Mm -hmm. So you really want to make sure you know, have someone who knows what they're doing because I've had people send me test results to say, oh, my doctor ordered them, but he didn't know he or she did not know what to you know, make of them and what's the next step. So those are the questions you want to ask is what test and then do you know how to interpret them yourself? Will you create a customized regimen of food and supplementation or nutraceuticals, which could be herbals, supplements, homeopathic, 
it really also depends what medications the person is taking. You want to make sure it doesn't interfere. So as a non-physician practitioner, do you order the tests yourself? You know, luckily, I'm able to order the testing. I've been doing this for over 18 years now and have a private practice in Greenwich, Connecticut. So I could order the test, and then when I get the test results back, I also do look at if the individual has a CBC, a complete blood count. I'd love to see that because then you can explain to the individual, okay, so this is what your CBC means in relation to all of these other markers. So it really like puts the pieces to the puzzle together from a conventional side and a functional side. And most conventional doctors do not, or practitioners do not really incorporate food and healthy lifestyle factors. They may say, oh, stay away from any food that's white. Well, what does that mean? You know, I've had several people say, oh, I'm pre-diabetic. The doctor said to stay away from white stuff. Well, what does that mean? (laughs) You know, so giving them even a shopping list or what to avoid and what to have, but everyone is really individualized according to functional medicine markers. So depending on their test results, I will not give the next person the same regimen. It takes hours to interpret and put together this regimen. But in the end, it's worth it because the person gets individualized a health plan. This is really fascinating. I think the key thing is that it's really kind of a preventive type of thing. I understand some people may seek this out because of symptoms that they're having and so on, but it it sounds like this can be something that can be part of a basic healthy lifestyle to really learn what's going on inside yourself and learn what things to do and not do to maintain optimal health. Exactly. You know, and the interesting thing is, especially in certain states, you cannot test certain markers. So I'll have doctors from Montefiore Group send me their patients because they can't do the testing. And it's important, especially now, to know several of those markers. So, you know, with everything that's going on, people start taking supplements because they heard, oh, this must be good. But how about if you have run that test and know, do you lack it? Are you deficient in it? Or do you have it? That's crucial, not only in this day and age with what we're dealing with, but preventing disease for the future. So it is all about a healthy lifestyle. And that's where I think conventional medicine has it backwards. Instead of going to promote the healthy lifestyle, it's reacting to the symptoms. So lots of times people do come to me to live a healthy lifestyle, but lots of times it's more critical and they've been to so many doctors and so much money and so much testing they've endured and they still don't know what's wrong with them. That's frustrating (laughs) for the person. (laughs) And certainly one of the things that I really appreciate about you is that we are kindred spirits in that regard in terms of both in my field of psychology and in medicine. Historically, it's been a matter of getting somebody who has disease back to neutral as opposed to going into driving and thriving and being the best version of themselves that they can be. It's not accidental that I have you on 
at this time, because while I hope that sometime in the future, what we'll be talking about will be kind of obsolete and that there will be appropriate vaccines and so on, we're conducting this podcast right in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic that is wreaking such havoc throughout the world, actually. And I'm wondering, have you had to deal with it? I see you're looking very healthy, so I'm glad that that you haven't had to personally. But in, in terms of patients or clients who have reached out to you, have you had to deal with it? And what's been your experience? So we're like 15 minutes into New York City. (laughs) So we are really, and we're five minutes away from Nourishell in Westchester County, where it started in Westchester in New York. So I have dealt with about 15 people so far who have tested positive with it and others who have tested negative at the very beginning of the testing. So we're not 100% sure. We have to wait for antibody testing for those individuals because the testing wasn't really very reliable at the very beginning if it was done at the wrong time. For the individuals who tested positive, I will say across the board, we kept them all out of the hospital and out of ER. So that was fantastic. But across the board, the ones that were living a healthier lifestyle, it was very in and out like a flu. For the ones who had either pre-existing conditions or were a little overweight, not living a healthier lifestyle, they had it longer and they got very, very scared and anxious. So we were dealing also with anxiety, which isn't good. So what I have seen is, for me, it wasn't the age. It was the lifestyle. They could have been 30, 40, 50. If they were overweight, if they were on blood pressure medication, if they were not one to exercise, they may not have been eating 100% clean, but they weren't like eating really bad either. Those are the ones that got hit hard. So what we learned is there's a few components to this. One is the immune system. One is if we have vulnerability for respiratory, but the other one, which we don't typically see, is if one is anemic and low in iron and how their blood is, because what we're seeing is there's a lot of blood clotting. And that's what's happening when an individual gets on ventilators If it gets really bad, then they need kidney dialysis, and the kidney dialysis machines are getting clogged up with the blood clotting, and then they could suffer strokes, and they weren't really sure when they get off the ventilator, they weren't waking up. So once we got that information, I looked at the test results that we had done with the functional medicine testing, as well as the individual CDC. That's really important to know. Like everyone should get an annual CBC. It would be great if they could do an annual like organic acid test, which is the functional medicine urine test, and really look at each marker. And what they want to focus on, the most vulnerable are the ones that have some type of blood issue. So if they are, again, anemic 
or if their CBC comes up and they see low iron. Those are the ones that then were having problem with the oxygen. And you may have heard several ER doctors were saying people were coming in and it looked like they needed to be on a ventilator, but they were talking, you know, so that makes no sense because usually they should not be talking, but they were talking. So when they looked back at those individuals, it was the iron that wasn't bringing the oxygen. So it was different than like respiratory pneumonia for those individuals. So I would say for anyone who knows that they're anemic, make sure you're taking iron. And there's, you know, obviously you have to know how much you want to do this with your medical practitioner. You could get a liquid iron or eat iron enriched foods, as well as you want to boost your immune system. I always talk about it comes from the gut. So make sure you have a good probiotic. So your GI tract is very healthy because that's where your immune system is located. Vitamin C was used in New York City hospitals, IV, vitamin C, high dosage of vitamin C. So you want to check your vitamin C levels. And I know in New York, you can't. So that's why you find out in your state, if you can, that's where you turn to functional medicine labs because they test vitamin C and glutathione. Why is this important? Vitamin C boosts your immune system. Glutathione protects your lungs. So both of them work hand in hand. So you want to check that. And you want to also find out where your vitamin C is derived from. You know, what is it from? Sometimes it's from lemons. Sometimes it's from oranges. Sometimes it's from tapioca. Okay, that's good. You don't want anything from corn because then it may be genetically modified. The only way to find out is to call the company and ask where they derive it from. So vitamin C, selenium is another big one that stops the replication of viruses. So those two together boost your immune system with the probiotic. If you have asthma or if you have respiratory issues, then you want to look at, I personally have seen this herb work amazing, you know, over 20 years now, and it's M-U-L-L-E-I-N, moline. It keeps your mucous membranes healthy. So that's something that you want. And you could do that as easy as drinking yogi tea. Yogi tea is a medicinal tea. You could pick it up at your health food store, possibly even your supermarket. I know Whole Foods sells it and it's Y-O-G-I tea. So they have two of them that are really good. One is called throat comfort and it has this herb in that. And the other one is called breathe deep. Both of those teas are great because it, you may have heard stories that you're supposed to have, you know, teas, keep everything nice and warm. That helps with the virus as well. Interesting about viruses. Viruses, why are they tricky? So this virus in particular has 30 mutations. That's why a vaccination is very, very difficult to create. You know, when we think about the regular flu every year, the flu vaccine, there's, they always say flu A, flu B, which one is it? They don't know. So it's almost like guesswork. 
Now we're talking about 30. <laughs> That's a lot. So I would say the better to live a healthy lifestyle, find out where you're imbalanced, where's your deficiencies, boost it up. You know, and I would say in over 18 years, very few people, I could probably count on, you know, my hands over 18 years of who has had enough vitamin C. So the vitamin C, the selenium, the probiotic, these are things to look into. But with the virus itself, it could create a biofilm. And that's why it's very hard to get rid of. So there are these amazing enzymes. One is called Enzyme Defense Pro. You take it on an empty stomach and it eats away at the protein. You know, if you've seen the picture of the COVID-19, it has all those spikes. So it eats away at that protein. So that's something else you might want to take for maintenance because many people have been exposed and didn't show any symptoms, but they also say in the fall, it may come back. So these are the things I would consider in my first aid kit and in my regimen. Again, check, you know, what's your iron levels because then you want to address that with food. And talking about food, you could eat foods high in vitamin C. Vitamin D is something that's fantastic. We should get the sunlight every day, go out like, you know, before noon for a half an hour without the sunscreen for a half an hour so you absorb it. It's good to have sunscreen when it's the high sun because you don't want to burn, right? But we also could absorb it. And then if you are in a place where the sun isn't around in the wintertime, on the East Coast, then you want to take vitamin D and always have your doctor on your annual visit check your vitamin D levels because many still don't and I have no idea why they should be doing this religiously. So those are the things that we're seeing. And then if you're on medication, you know, is there a way where you can live a healthier lifestyle to get off this medication? Such as, you know, high blood pressure, is there something that you can do? Have you tried that? Obviously, I'm not telling anyone to get off medication, but if we can live a healthier lifestyle, is there something like, do we smoke? Do we drink? Are we doing certain things that we can control? And then look you know, with the doctor to see what we can eliminate because it is ones with lots of medications and pre-existing conditions that are having problems with all of this. This was a really fantastic primer for somebody who is dealing with these issues. And I know I'm going to have to listen to this podcast a few times to get it all, even though we'll have things in the show notes. You've been very generous with this information for people who are dealing with these problems. I think one of the best pieces of advice you gave, though, was the matter of trying to see if we can change our lifestyles to avoid having some of these being this vulnerable. I know a tremendous percentage of the so-called diseases of old age are very preventable. You know, and again, I, I don't dismiss the role of genetics, and some people have an easier time with it than others. But you really want to have as much going for you as possible. And this has really been a very informative thing in this regard. Now, 
at the other side of the continuum are those individuals who, of any age, who are pretty healthy, but may not be living a totally, you know, healthy lifestyle, mainly because they either haven't thought about it, there wasn't that kind of role modeling at home. It's just easier. I, I know my uh, yeah. one of my colleagues, Dr. Karen Sievak, said that, and you may or may not know this or agree with it, she said that unlike most foods, there's there's no set point. The body doesn't have a set point for sugar. So you, you can keep taking on sweets without monitoring yourself, and, the, and you won't feel, well, I, I had a candy bar yesterday. Why would I want one today? Right. There are many people who just haven't given lifestyle much of a, a thought because they haven't had to. As a positive psychologist, I always try to look at opportunities whenever there are challenges. And I think one of the challenges of COVID-19 is that we are limited. We're spending more time at home. We aren't able to do all those kinds of things. And uh, while I have used some of that time to put my office in a little better shape. I've used some of that time to learn some new things online. I think it'd be great for people to be able to say, hey, this is a good time to decide. I don't want to be a sick old guy or a sick old woman. I want to be able to lead my life in a way that increases the odds. And if we, whether it's next fall or years from now, when somebody says the vulnerable people are the ones who have underlying medical conditions, I don't want to be in that category. Mm -hmm. I know it's always easier to get motivated at times of crisis than from a preventive standpoint, but let's assume that we're motivated, that this crisis has scared the daylights out of a lot of us. And I know that everybody's an individual, but what general advice can you give to the, the healthy ones among us? And that's a great, great question. So there's a few things. So what I noticed after running my practice for like 18 years, I was like, you know, there's a pattern here. And I try to boil it down to like nine things we should be aware of. One, so this is a great time to actually, like you said, clean up, get rid of clutter, spend time like on yourself, right? So I would recommend getting a notebook and writing a journal or like writing steps. Like this is what I want to accomplish today. So if we could look at nine things, one is what toxins do you have in your house that you either are eating, you're either putting on your skin, your hair, because toxins and toxicity buildup affects your endocrine system. And that could make you gain weight, that could lower your immune system. So number one, this is a very toxic world we live in. And interesting enough, since everyone's locked down, the world is getting cleaner, right? Animals are coming out. It's very fascinating. So look at your environment. What level of toxicity do you have? And Unfortunately, that could also be the people you hang out with. So maybe like in different relationships, like again, it's total wellness, even of the mind. Unfortunately, their statistics show that 
there's a lot of spousal abuse now and children abuse and animal abuse. You know, so if you're in something toxic, perhaps make a plan of how to get out. If you have toxic laundry soap or, you know, shampoo or dyes or nail polish or whatever you use, look for a healthier brand because they're out there. And you could always go to EWG, which is Environmental Working Group. They grade everything so you could find a less toxic product. And for your food, it would be great to make it organic. The next thing would be, look at how much water are you consuming? You know, so many people do get headaches or are constipated or their skin is dry and, you know, or they're even fatigued. And I'm like, well, how much water are you drinking? You know, and they're like, oh, well, does seltzer or <laughs> teas or coffees count? I'm like, no, pure water. So let's try to increase your water. I can't say, oh, eight glasses of water, because if you're having two glasses and I tell you to go from two to eight, it's too fast. So just monitor, observe, get to really know yourself, right? So how much water are you having? The third thing should be your food. You mentioned about sugar. If you want to keep a number to your sugar, make it 21 grams of sugar a day. So if you look at processed food and you see that something you're about to consume has 46 grams of sugar, you already went over your allotment, okay? And I'm not talking about fruit. I'm really talking about the process, the white sugar right now. So look at that. And this is the time I was on this show and I said, you know, People should do a quarantine food challenge, you know? So like make it a challenge, do it with some of your friends or your family and say, okay, for the next seven days, let's see who could come up with a healthy meal plan or one healthy breakfast, then lunch and then dinner and repeat it. So look at your food. You know, today I went to Whole Foods and I was like, you know, having juice and I having juice. Now we're coming into spring. It's time to juice. I got cilantro that takes away all toxins and metals out of your body. I got Italian parsley and kale and threw in lemon. And you know, you want to sweeten it, put in a half an apple. If you want to go die hard, don't. So like now look at this. And also if you have a garden plant, plant basil, cilantro, plant different things, go for organic seed. So look at, are you eating balanced? If you have low iron, where can you get the iron? Can you have fish or grass-fed, grass-finished beef or chicken or whatever? Start really investing in what you're putting in your body. The next thing is sleep. And this is where no matter lockdown or not, you should be waking up in a good range of time every day and going to bed at you know a good time. Lots of People are Netflixing, you know, for days on end and they're not getting enough sleep and they're getting anxious. That's not going to help. Just remember, if you wake up at like 7 or 8 or 9 or 10 a.m., go to bed the same day. That means go to bed before midnight. You don't want to be up for two days. It throws off your rhythm and then you're behind another three days. So go to bed the same day you woke up. So get into this pattern and sleep is restorative. Exercise, you mentioned, right? So if you could get outside and take a walk, that would be fantastic. It gets you out of the house. You know, wear your mask if you have to wear your mask, gloves, whatever it is, just get out. And even if the gym isn't open, you know, and you don't have weights, you could pick up something that has some, you know, weight to it 
instead. You could, I'm not a runner, but my son, one of my sons is a marathon runner. And I was like, you know, you always mentioned strides. What are strides? He's like, well, that's a burst that you do after the run. I said, I want to try it. So we were at our driveway and I said, how far do I have to run it? I am not a runner. Okay. And he's like, okay, we have to go from this, our driveway to the corner. And it was like eight o'clock at night, no cars on the road. And we did this back and forth like seven times. I mean, I thought I was going to have a heart attack, but it was like, you know, you could be creative or you could just walk, just get out, get into wherever you can that they let you get out. It's important to walk. They were someone in France that ran a marathon on his balcony. So anything is possible. It was a small balcony. He just kept going back and forth and he saw the steps that he did. So exercise is important. The other thing is how do we deal with stress? Because stress is going to deplete your vitamin C levels. It is going to suppress your immune system as well as your digestion. So stress is a problem. We need some type of strategy, be it meditation, prayer, yoga, deep breathing, listening to something motivational. It's very important. That is going to help you because you need to have a positive outlook. So your mindset is key. If you think you can, then you can. But if you think you can't, you never will. Again, I say, Think of a sentence and use two words, I am, and answer the rest. So I am strong, I am healthy, or if it's something negative, then why? And then say, I can, and fill in the blank, I can what? And that's what you need to drive your day. So the positive mindset is key. And then last but not least, be a smart consumer. You have power in the choices you make. So from, again, laundry soap to what you put in your body and what you put on your body, you're making a choice. You're making a decision. So this is the time where you could really empower yourself with a little knowledge to do the right things. All of this is what you could do to live a healthier lifestyle and take one step at a time. Wonderful advice. I am sure lots of people will take it up. And if I could add one thing, just based on my own experience, I think it's important to kind of recognize that some of these principles that are articulated are being articulated because they work and they work over time. I think just like for many people, it's easy to justify, well, you know, I, I'm big bone. So if my BMI is uh, closer to 30, that that's, you know, I, I haven't had any problems. Or, you know, if I smoke, I, uh, I haven't had any, any major symptoms or stuff like that. I know there was a time when my kids were younger and at home and I was working hard and was teaching some as well as regular job, I figured out that I could function on like four and a half hours of sleep. Not that I didn't get tired or yawn or stuff like that, but, but I don't think I lost a whole lot of efficiency. And then at some point I recognized, or at least thought I'd give it a try. You know, why is everybody else 
saying they need eight, nine hours, stuff like that. Let me let me at least get up to six and a half hours. And it coincided with the move. So I was a lot closer to work when we moved in town. And I noticed certain things like, you know, I didn't have to yawn during the day. Again, I, I always felt I was productive, but I I would yawn. I would get tired. I think I if I really needed nine hours, I probably couldn't have done with four and a half. But if I'm allowed to my own de- devices and don't set an alarm, it's closer to seven, sometimes a little more than that. But, you know, I think there's a reason why people like you say that you need adequate sleep or that you need adequate nutrition and things that, you know, help you based on science, based on research. And I think if you do too many self-destructive things, that gets you into that category at some point when it may be too late to turn things around. So this great advice, thanks very much for it. Well, thank you. And you're right, 100%, because it's not like with the sleep, it accumulates over time, the deterioration. So it's not like if you're eating something that you have an anaphylactic reaction to, right? So you know, oh my God, I had a peanut, I had an anaphylactic reaction. I have to stay away from it. No, that is, you see the direct correlation. When you don't get enough sleep or when you eat too many McDonald's or when you're not exercising, you don't see the direct correlation all the time. And it's years and years and it may be too late because disease may be growing inside of you because again, conventional medicine is mostly reactive, not proactive. So that's why like your book is so, you know, I love your book. I recommend it to anyone, no matter what the age, because these are the lifestyle factors that are so important that are going to let anyone, regardless of their age, live a healthier lifestyle. Thanks very much. And I think the other thing with sleep in particular is if you sleep more, you find that you can still get stuff done during the day. It's not like you're getting that much done by cheating yourself out of two or three hours of sleep. And I'm sure the same thing happens, you know, if you eat on the run or, you know, whatever particular habits you've got. So, I mean, we've gotten tons of advice. I knew we would get it. I knew you'd be a special guest as you are a special person and a particularly special person at this time in the world. A lot of your advice will be in the show notes as well as when people listen to the podcast. But how can people get in touch with you? So my website is just my first and last name, Nancy Guberti, G-U-B-E-R-T-I.com. And on there, I have a blog where I have information about the latest that I saw with the corona, as well as I put a lot of natural remedies on there. Look, my whole goal is just to have a person be empowered to realize that their life is important and they have a mission. And the only way to accomplish that is to feel good. Because if you feel good, you could accomplish that and beyond that. So my website, 
then I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest, Nancy Guberti, everything's that's the handle. And then I have Healthy Living Every Day, which is a book that I wrote where the individual just needs to read a page a day. It literally says January 1st. It goes all the way up to December 31st. All you have to commit to is reading one page a day. And it combines health and mindset. Because what I realized is lots of people give up on their health because of their mindset. So I put both into the book and that's available on Amazon. Great. And your programs, are they online or do do they find it going to nancyguberti.com? Yeah. So on my nancyguberti.com, I have my nine step program, which takes you through those nine steps and it's a video and an audio. And then I give them an action sheet and I say, Hey, if you complete that action sheet, email it to me and I'll give you my feedback. So those are the nine steps. It's a look and feel great method. And then I have an online membership because I wanted, it's almost like having me on retainer. So if someone has a question in the total wellness empowerment, they could ask a question and they have access to all my videos and teaching programs as well as natural remedies. And then there's always my Total Wellness Empowerment Podcast, which you were so graciously on as well. And that's on iTunes and every other place podcasting is. And then YouTube, I try to put up a weekly video of, you know, so there's the tease on there as well as that I mentioned earlier. And that's on my Instagram TV as well. So just trying to get as much as possible to help others lead a healthier lifestyle. Well, with all of this information available to others, it's really irresponsible to oneself to not take advantage of learning as much as you can about not only feeling good physically, but also being in touch with your awesomeness that comes with the positive mindset. I think the listeners can now see why Nancy is one of my favorites and why I am so thrilled to have her back on our podcast. She's always got a wealth of knowledge, not just knowledge, but practical knowledge, things that can be implemented. Nancy, thanks so much for being with us again. Thanks so much for all your advice and can't promise I won't call on you again. Thank you so much. Anytime and be an honor. Great. Great. Well, this has been Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser, special podcast at a special time with a special guest, Nancy Guberti. We hope you'll download, listen, tell people about it, subscribe, and also visit the Mental Health Gym website where you can get information as well as sharing information, including making suggestions about other possible guests. Again, my book is Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm, also available on Amazon. So with this wrapping up, I want to again thank Nancy and I want to thank you all for listening and I hope you'll join me and go out and implement some of those changes starting now. We'll see you at the next podcast.